You're listening to The Daily Detail, a roundup of the most important news from the state of Alabama and across the United States. I'm Andrea Tice. Tickets are going on sale for the World Games 2022 to be held in Birmingham, Alabama. Here's your chance for some really great stocking stuffers. There's even a holiday package that includes merchandise and access to gold medal events. There will be 3,600 world-class athletes coming from more than 100 countries to the state of Alabama to take part in these competitions. The World Games includes 34 sports like rock climbing, flag football, martial arts, lacrosse, and dance sports. Opening and closing ceremonies will be held at Protective Stadium in Birmingham. Tickets can be purchased at TWG2022.com. A report from the Department of Homeland Security shows that 10 kilograms of fentanyl has been seized in Birmingham, Alabama alone so far this year. Birmingham DHS agent Doug Gilmer told 1819 News that just one kilogram of the drug can kill 500,000 people. So that means with all the drugs seized in 2021, the entire population of Alabama could have been wiped out. Gilmer says that the residue of fentanyl alone causes serious health risk for people. According to the Gulf Coast High Intensity Drug Trafficking Area Program, fentanyl has now moved to the number two spot behind methamphetamines on the list of drugs with the greatest threat. On the good news side of things, the rate of infant mortalities here in the state has dropped. The Alabama Department of Public Health says the rate in 2021 is tied with that of 2018. Both years reached the lowest death rate for infants in more than five decades. The ADPH is reporting that the rate is now seven infant deaths for every 1,000 born. The national average from 2020 is 5.5 for every 1,000 born. The three leading causes of infant death here in the state is premature labor and low birth weight, congenital and chromosomal abnormalities, and sudden infant death syndrome. The president of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference is retiring at the end of this year. Bishop Calvin Woods has served in that role for the past 15 years. Woods is a civil rights activist from the 1960s. He spoke with WVTM 13 News. It was this organization that strove very hard and made it possible, along with the help of others, uh, for us to have the type of city government we have. The SCLC would have Martin Luther King Jr. as its first president and under his leadership would organize the Montgomery bus boycott. Reverend R.L. Patterson will become the next president of the SCLC. And on the topic of civil rights, Claudette Colvin has her good name and reputation back. Colvin was sitting in the black section of a bus in 1955 in Montgomery. She was asked to give up her seat to a white passenger. The 15-year-old refused. Colvin was then arrested and charged with disturbing the peace violating segregation laws and assaulting a police officer. Recently, her juvenile record was expunged at the orders of Montgomery County Juvenile Judge Calvin Williams. Northport attorney Gar Bloom was instrumental in getting that record clear for Colvin. Bloom says that this move is the final exclamation point after all these many years on Colvin's life. It's a vindication that she was right. Nine months after Colvin made her stand on that bus, Rosa Parks would go on to do the same thing in Montgomery, this time getting national attention. Colvin is now 82 years old and living in Texas. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, reports are coming out of the country of Haiti that all of the members of a missionary group who were kidnapped two months ago have now been freed from their captors. 
Gary DeRosier with the Haitian National Police spoke to the Associated Press to confirm this news. Christian Aid Ministries out of Ohio also released a statement saying they glorify God for answered prayer that all 17 of those kidnapped are now alive and safe. There were five children, including an eight-month-old baby, among the 16 Americans and one Canadian who were abducted by the 400 Mawazo gang. That gang was demanding $1 million in ransom money per person. There's been no details put out on whether or not the ransom money was paid to release those missionaries. Two CEOs of two major airlines are speaking out against masks on flights. Doug Parker of American Airlines and Gary Kelly of Southwest were at a hearing within Congress as part of the Aviation Oversight Committee. Would both of you briefly comment on that? And would we ever, do you think, be able to get on an airplane without masks? Colleagues' comments uh, on the quality of the air, it's, uh, the, the statistics I recall is 99.97% of airborne pathogens uh, are captured by the HEPA filtering system and is turned over every two or three minutes. We use UT Southwestern and Stanford School of Medicine, uh, so uh, we just add to this prestigious list. But um, yeah, I, I think the case uh, is very strong that uh, mask don't add much, if anything, uh, in the uh, air cabin environment. It's very safe and very high quality com- compared to uh, uh, any other indoor setting. Mr. Parker. Uh, I, I concur. The, air, the aircraft is the safest place you can be. Um, it's true of all of our aircraft. They all have these HEPA filters in the same airflow. Well, have you been aware of the ongoing controversy in college sports, in particular in the women's swimming division? There is a transgender swimmer named Leah Thomas from Penn State University. Thomas has been dominating the freestyle finals at the Zippy Invitational and even setting new school records. The National College Athletics Association allowed for Thomas to compete as a woman in women's sports rather than men's within the Ivy League. Now the parents of the other 10 female swimmers are getting involved. They have sent a letter to the NCAA, as well as Penn State Athletics Office, sharing concern over the integrity of women's sports. In the letter, the parents say a precedent is being set in which biological women are not being protected or given equitable space to compete. The parents are asking the NCAA to weigh in and set boundaries rather than leave it up to Penn State, the swimming team coach, or the team members to do so. The NCAA has not responded to the letter, but the University of Pennsylvania did. They said they are committed to being a welcoming and inclusive environment to all student-athletes. California leaving. The Golden State is losing a lot of residents on both ends. There's been a significant drop of those moving into the state, as well as an increase of those leaving. The California Police Lab did a study on the migration within California and found that there is a 38% decrease in those moving to the state. The study used numbers from March 2020 to September 2021. Along with that, there's been a 12% increase in residents who are moving out of the state. The San Francisco Bay Area has seen the largest exodus. In recent years, Tesla has relocated its entire operations to Texas, and Disneyland has sent about 2,000 employees over to Florida. For the first time in the state's history, California lost one of its 53 House seats in Congress as a result of the 2020 census. Well, there's something you need to know before making that Christmas ham for everybody. Check to see if it's part of a massive food recall. Alexander and Hornig issued the voluntary recall on their fully cooked ham and pepperoni products. Now the U.S. Department of Agriculture Food Safety Division has tested those products and have increased the recall to 2 million pounds of over two dozen products. This recall comes as a result of getting a positive test for listeria, 
Alexander and Horning is part of Purdue Food Products. So far, there are no reports of illness. You're listening to the Daily Detail from 1819 News. You won't want to miss Phil Williams as he gets back behind the mic for Right Side Radio and discusses military diversity craziness. Hey, by the way, the phone lines are open. If you want to talk about it, I'd love to hear, by the way, your experiences or thoughts on the military, wokeness in the military, whether you experience anything like that in your own service or someone's service who's close to you. 866-494-9866. That's the topic we're dealing with right now. Uh, if you want to call in, you are welcome to. Hey, now I see right now on line three, we got we got our buddy uh, Jeff from Indiana. Hey, Jeff, Phil Williams on right side. How you doing, man? Doing pretty good, Phil. Oh, good deal. Hey, uh, um, I think we need to revisit the Geneva Convention for our new army. Uh, because if we go to war with Russia or China, I want to make sure that the, uh, the transgendered uh, prisoners get their shots and you know and put them in the appropriate uh, prison camps. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the whole thing. I think the whole thing is uh, with transgenders in the military is going to be difficult. I mean, you're you're going to have. It's one thing to say someone has chosen to be uh, a transgender in civilian life. They can come and go. But when you have to live in a barracks and share a shower and, you know, and do all those things, share a foxhole for that matter, I, I guarantee you there's going to be trouble. There's going to be, there's going to be difficulty. What do you think? Yeah, and that and uh, I guess we'll probably have a, a paraplegic uh, uh, ranger division too, won't we? The standards are being <laughs> I- dropped. I, you know, I don't, I don't know. You know, you mentioned that, you know, the crazy thing is, Jeff, we're, we're allowed by law, we're allowed to have these things called bona fide occupational qualifications, meaning like, but like it could be a fireman. You have to be able to carry someone up and down a ladder, right? So a paraplegic could not exactly. be a fireman. Uh, but, but apparently the military has decided we're going to change some things around and some of those same bona fide occupational qualifications may not necessarily apply. I don't know. I, I don't know, bro. You can find that podcast at rightsideradio.org. If you're enjoying The Daily Detail, remember you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to get these reports on your phone. I'm Andrea Tice. Have a great weekend.